everybody and welcome to the first episode of our It's Locked podcast, which <laughs> it's, I don't, I, yeah, I still think it's a little wild that we're, that this actually is happening. Yeah. Right, it is. It's so wild. <laughs> so we're, our names are Emily and Caroline. Caroline, do you want to say a little bit about yourself? Sure. Hello, everybody. I'm Caroline Arwela. I'm a voice actor and a podcaster and a streamer. I wear a lot of different hats. It's very fun, very chaotic. I love it. Um, and yeah, for those of you who are also other murder mystery game fans, I host a Danganronpa podcast. Um, that's what my little footprint on the internet right now is is through that. So that's kind of, yeah. And, and Emily and I are old time friends from <laughs> church when we were, when we were youths. Very fun. <laughs> I was thinking about, I was thinking about that earlier today because I realized that there was a time when I was your youth leader right. and now we are sitting together drinking and talking Nancy Drew games. <laughs> I know. And it doesn't like the dynamic is totally like different. Here we are. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Caroline. So, well, okay. First of all, our game that we're talking about today, obviously, is the first game. It's the one that started it all. The old cartoon 2D graphics, uh, jerky movements, all that jazz. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lordy. Just totally different from literally every other game in the series. I mean, yeah, it's clear even the that next they were getting, one. Right. They were, they were like getting their sea legs and they probably got a lot of criticism and they changed stuff. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we'll probably talk about this next week, but what happened in the second game basically is what happens until modern day in the series. Very little changes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 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 Um. So Caroline and I also, we decided that we are going to do themed drinks for every episode, but we didn't do it for this episode because we had the idea right when we started recording. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, <laughs> Caroline, what are you drinking during this episode? Um, tonight, I am drinking a Cloud Walker Hazy Juicy IPA Ooh. from Victory Brewery. Uh, very good. Very yummy. I'm a beer gal. IPAs <laughs> all the way. So that's what we're drinking today. Oh, nice. I can't do IPAs. They're too hoppy. I like a nice dark beer. The darker, the better. Like, or like a nice milk stout is my go-to. Yes. I'm drinking, (laughs) I'm drinking a Trader Joe's sparkling blueberry lemon flavored water. And I put, um, a good decent amount of triple sec in it wow mm-hmm. that's uh you know resourceful I wasn't resourceful expecting drink. it to be as good as it is it's I'm definitely glad. I'm strong glad. so <laughs> we'll see where we are at the end of this recording there you go but there we go um so today's game is secrets can kill i know we haven't said the title of it hopefully you guys already got that but in case you didn't it's called secrets can kill and we are talking purely about the og secrets can kill today not the remastered the original again cartoony secrets can kill um i have some fast facts which (laughs) i totally ripped off from office ladies podcast 
shout out to them for the idea. I don't know if you listen to that one. I don't. But but honestly, true creativity is theft. It's like stealing from a little bit from everywhere. So, yeah. Yeah. So Jenna and Angela, this goes out to you. I got some fast facts about Secrets Can Kill. So this game was released in 1998 when I was four years old and you were maybe um fast fact the year i was born so yeah. i was fresh it's like you were maybe out of the womb not sure I, I was i was at that point nice so i was four you were born they did this in honor of caroline clearly mm-hmm. my second fast fact this is what i wrote down is the graphics suck but we get it good job for 1998 i guess it's true yeah, yeah. It's like, we get it. We get it. Right. I I was actually really impressed with the graphics for that era. You know, like it, it, it's not terrible. Yeah. I really, I have nothing. I have no frame of reference to compare it to. So. Oh my gosh. I'm like the games I played growing up literally before, before I was old enough to play Nancy Drew, it was like the, um, the Freddy Fish games and the Pajama Sam games. And so these Nancy Drew graphics, I would put them like a step above that. It's true. I will say, so they, they develop these games every six months, or at least they used to. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, they're an independent creator. Like they're, mm-hmm. they're an independent studio and they are able to produce a game in six months, which is absolutely wild. And, yeah. you know, that's why some of the more modern games are probably a little less um you know up to par with the games of now because yeah. you know of that but it's impressive considering that the yeah. time frame seriously my third fast fact there is no paseo del mar high school in the united states wow yeah so there's that totally <laughs> and <fictional. laughs> i uh, also related to that i wrote down uh, Paseo del Mar translates to walk of the sea, which is nice. <laughs> Those are, that was my sentence. <laughs> this game is anything but a walk by the sea. <laughs> There's literally no water. Not at all. There's in the entire no, game. yeah. There's no, you don't drink water. I don't even, you don't get a water bottle. Like some other games, you get a water bottle. It's true. There's no water. Except for in the name Paseo Del Mar, but it's fine. (laughs) My last fast fact is that apparently the reception of this game was not that great from like news outlets that do gaming news. They didn't really love it and they didn't really think that anything was going to happen after this one Mm. because they thought that the game wasn't that great. So props to Her Interactive for continuing in spite of that. It's true. And I got to say, though, I do wonder how much that of that, like this game wasn't great. I, I will be honest, like oh, it's yeah. just one of my least favorites probably in the series. And it was my first time like playing, like playing it. Mm-hmm. I had never um, seen it played before. Um, but I do think that there might have been a little bit of that rooted in sexism, not going to lie, mm-hmm. because her interactive was created to make video, make women and girls interested in video games mm-hmm. and in, you know, then STEM because they'd be growing up playing games so Mm -hmm. um I do wonder 1998 you know it was a different time we were we remember it well um yeah you know 
all of yeah, my my wonder. four years four of years knowledge. of life experience I had under my belt. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I have Lordy. some more fast facts. Actually, I yes, have, go for um, it. This game is loosely based on the novel Secrets Can Kill, though it has almost nothing in common with the t- novel except the title. <laughs> When she says loosely, she means loosely. Like, like the, the, none of the structure is the same. Zero percent. Um, Are any of the character names the same? I'm pretty sure that Daryl Gray is a character in it. Okay. I think that's it, though. I'm, but okay. I could be wrong, guys. Please, listeners, leave us a tweet or a, I guess we don't have a Twitter. Oh, <laughs> Leave geez. us an Instagram <laughs> DM. <laughs> um, I had another fast fact notes please there's no organization it's just Uh on this page how else Um, would we do it right it's so true um i'll say that's it that's it okay you can like find it later and you'll be like bring it up oh surprise fast back (laughs) fast backs are back (laughs) mid-episode okay y'all so the plot of this game is IMO, little ridiculous, lot unrealistic. Right. As with, yeah. (laughs) I was questioning, like, um, why are we back in the school building the day after a murder has taken place? Like, I feel like if a murder took place at my high school, we wouldn't have gone to school the next day. Like, what? (laughs) Silly. Yeah. Also, something that just makes me chuckle throughout the game is like Nancy's first time meeting everybody. She's like, wow, there are so many police officers here. (laughs) I'm like, where, Nancy? Where are the cops? (laughs) And they're like, yeah, I know, right? Or she, I think at one point she says, wow, sure is busy here today. And then we walk through lots of empty hallways and an empty library. It's true. There's not even sound effects of people talking. Yeah. Like to give us the illusion that maybe there are people we can't see. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, it's yeah. okay. We'll look past it. Again, first it's game, fine. we get it, her interactive. It's fine. Right. Um, so the plot of this game Nancy goes to Paseo Del Mar High School where her aunt Eloise is the librarian librarian she's a librarian yeah she is yes okay um she's the librarian to investigate the murder of student Jake (coughs) Rogers and then the next two sentences I wrote down after that are she is also in high school what could go wrong (laughs) right just put her in yeah put her in the scene throw her in there you know no formal training She's an amateur detective, but we're going to, I'm going to call, you know what? I put the brunt of the blame for this on Aunt Eloise. Okay. But to be fair, I'm pretty sure Nancy was supposed to be just visiting Aunt Eloise. There was not supposed, like, she didn't come down for this murder. I'm pretty sure she was like visiting and then Aunt Eloise was like, Nancy, this crazy thing happened. Can you like, instead of visiting, like, can you like go check it out that was kind of what I thought was going on but I could be wrong okay if that's what happened I get it I guess but also if someone's just murdered I'm not gonna tell my niece to go to the scene of the crime and investigate I'm like Nancy at so I'm I'm 27 
Nancy's like 10 years younger than me. Do you know how much shit I absolutely could not handle when I was like a 17, 18 year old? Definitely not the murder of a high school student. Definitely not <laughs> solving the murder. Right. Like, ugh. Yeah. It's, but Nancy Drew, I mean, her name is so important because maybe she's exceptional. You know, she, she's been doing this for hundreds of books. You know, her name precedes her. So yeah, she is not remarkable. Nancy. She's yes. we're not. Oh, tragic. I know. <laughs> I only wish. My heart just broke. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, um, okay. I have character notes. Do you have anything that you want to say before I go through my character notes? I mean, not really. I did think it was a little silly, though, that this was a two disc game. Yeah. And it felt like the disc switching was at like really inconvenient points. Like they didn't combine the right locations with the same disc. It was just kind of a little. Wild. Yeah, I think it happens. I think you have to switch when you get to the boiler room part. Right. Which is yeah. like really random. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, the file is too big. Yeah. <laughs> For this massive game. This huge game. This ginormous open world game. <laughs> But now if it's on like this big of a cartridge, like I could put it on my thumb drive. Do they even use those anymore? Not really. Okay. I have one, but I don't use it. Okay. Um but yeah, I got character notes though. Um we have okay, here here is the cast. The cast of characters for the whole entire game until the last five minutes. Can you tell how I feel about the verdict at the end? Because that's how I We're feel. not running until the last We're five not. minutes. Until the last four minutes of the game. Um, <laughs> we have uh, Daryl Gray, the ultimate um, ladies' man Ooh. and sexist pig. Uh, we have uh, Hulk Sanchez, the worst person I've ever met, honestly, an absolute douchebag. And he's horrible. And I have a note that just says, why is every man in this game toxic? Um, we have Hal Tanaka, who I do love. Hal is, Hal can stay. And Hal is a, an exchange student from Japan. And we have Connie, who has a huge crush on Daryl Gray. That's her main character trait, except also that she does That's judo, because <laughs> feminism. That's her main character trait. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Um, I uh, gave all the characters superlatives because mm-hmm. we're in high school. Daryl Gray, his superlative, biggest douchebag. That's the superlative. Um, he is the student council president. This is how he introduced himself to Nancy. He gave her a list of um, character traits about himself which, you know, is just how you should never introduce yourself to someone ever. <laughs> just stop at your name. Like, let that be enough, right. please. <laughs> um, but he introduced himself to Nancy as a Renaissance man, which I put in parentheses, <laughs> what the fuck? Disgusting. <laughs> Renaissance man, a short order cook. So those two things go well together. Um, the student council president and professional escort to pretty new students do with that sentence what you will okay have you seen Oran high school host club 
I know, nor do I know how to spell that because I'm barely sure of what you just said. It's okay. It's this anime that's like super famous and it's just like some listeners may understand this reference, but mm-hmm. they're just, they're all like, like escorts for pretty young women. And that's oh literally Daryl Gray. I had a note though about oh, what you said mm-hmm. about how he's like, a, he's a douchebag and he, <laughs> he is like, he reminds me of like, you know how they're like, there's toxic masculinity, like presents itself in a lot of different ways. And there's like uh-huh. the like strong buff man. And then there's the like nice guy, the like nice, smart guy who's like being nice to you, but all he wants is to get in your pants. That's Daryl Gray. Oh yeah. That guy. Oh yeah. Also, there's lots of compensation going on. Lots. <laughs> oh yes. Yes. Also, I wrote down Daryl is 100% a Danish male hooker in disguise. I believe that. And that's part of why I believe that he's not actually in high school. He's also Nancy's contact. Hmm. Yeah. Daryl is a Danish male hooker hired contact for the local police posing as a high school student. Ooh, so he's, like, on the inside. Yes. I guess. He still sucks. Like, let me be very clear. Horrid. He's still a terrible person. But that kind of plays into why they hired him. You know, nobody would expect him of being on the inside because he's terrible. That's so true. Emily, maybe you've saved Daryl. Daryl should thank you for that. That was far from my intention. However, (laughs) I'll accept it. Um. Also, he tells Nancy that she has a mysterious quality he finds intriguing, probably because he hasn't let her say two words before vomiting his whole entire resume on her. Right. (laughs) So she's mysterious because she can't get a word in edgewise. Um, He literally ends their first conversation by saying that he has a hot girl waiting for him. So he's terrible. Does he do anything to help Nancy as her contact? Absolutely not. He gives her a note that someone gave to him to go to the boiler room. That's it. That's it. That's it. Okay, I'll go through the other ones real quick because I still have three more characters, but I'll go through them quickly. Hal Tanaka, superlative, literal biggest pushover in the universe. Hal is the biggest pushover in the universe. Like, love him, but that's what you got. Um, he's possibly the most boring character because I have nothing else to say about him. Oh, buddy. <laughs> I, I, I like feel bad for him. Like, okay. Um, okay. yes. Okay. Connie Watson, her superlative biggest stick up her butt, biggest stick up her butt ever. Um, and then I wrote down, okay. And then I wrote down as a follow-up, I get it. She's fighting the patriarchy. Am I just, and then, oh, this is important. I wrote down the question to myself. Am I just seeing her as threatening because she's a strong woman? See, I was questioning, I was like, why does Connie like Daryl? Because she's a lesbian and doesn't know yet. (laughs) I was like, this girl doesn't know she's gay. Yeah. Oh, a hundred. Oh my God. No, but I hear you. I liked Connie. So it could be like that we are kind of like conditioned, unfortunately, to perceive strong women as like intimidating or Mm -hmm. loud or bossy or whatever. Cause I didn't mind Connie. She was my favorite out of all of them, I think. Yeah. Oh, Um, for sure. Okay. Finally, Hulk Sanchez, superlative, looks least like a high schooler and also is the most full of himself, even more so than Daryl. 
and I will leave it at that. Um, he has the most bro hand motions I've ever seen on a game character. Um, he got injured. He broke four ribs and cracked two of them and is back in school because it's fine. It's really fine. I also have a Hulk Sanchez quote that I wrote down that says, why would I know about a robbery? All I know about is football. (laughs) (laughs) He probably has never spoken a truer sentence in his life. I know that is all he knows about. And that's it. That is his entire personality. Oh God. I just know about football. (laughs) Oh my God. He's the kind of kid that would have been in my Spanish class and said pagina instead of pahina for like you know what I, you know what I, I like I didn't comprehend what you were saying fast enough to like know <laughs> what to expect <laughs> yes yep that is that is Hulk Sanchez okay gameplay why is Daryl Nancy's contact he sucks we've already talked about that right Daryl sucks um also okay what is with early her interactive and the slider puzzles i hate always them. the first puzzle too yeah. like it's like oh a warm up and it's like no no one we no. can do this in real life give us a video game puzzle, i please literally hate slider puzzles because uh, i don't know why they're just they're always the most difficult ones i only there's only one slider puzzle in any nancy drew game that i like and I guarantee you're not going to be able to guess which one it is because it's the one that probably everybody else hates. I mean, oh God, I couldn't even tell. Like, oh, <laughs> um, Treasure in the Royal Tower? No. There's one in the second act of that game that's pretty tough, I remember. Oh, is it the it, once you're in the tower? Yeah. Right, yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. what. Which one is it? Um, It's the one in... The camel one in Ransom of the Seven Ships. That is one of like the seven games I haven't played. Caroline. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's something that is fun. Like this is one I haven't played. There's like seven games in the series I've never played. So they won't oh. be like, I'll, I'll be experiencing them for the first time. Which That'll, is be fun. Fun. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. Yeah. Anyway, hate those slider puzzle games. Um, it took me an embarrassingly long time to realize that uh, Aunt Eloise's computer login and password is an anagram of her name. So that was embarrassing because I probably realized that like in my early 20s. Oh, oh, so you mean not when you played it originally. Oh, it took me years and I've played this game multiple times. And I think I think I didn't even, I don't think I realized it on my own. I believe I read it somewhere. Okay. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What is, is, is it's O. Um, o Wise Elder. Right. That's funny. Eloise Drew. It's not even a hard anagram. Oh, another thing. I okay this is embarrassing and I still don't know I just you'll understand what I say it I never in all of my replays of this game noticed that you can visit Vandalay Pharmaceuticals before the end of the game I mean 
it makes sense that you can, but you just never need to, you know? Well, and it's, but it's on the map and everything. Like I would have thought that I would have at least noticed the building and clicked on it. No, never. I never even noticed it was there. It's not like I saw it and assumed I couldn't go there. I'm just like, you just didn't go. I just didn't, I, it didn't even register that it was a place. Yeah. Anyway, also Vandalay Pharmaceuticals is not real. However, Vandalay Industries is a functional, okay, (laughs) is a fictional company from Seinfeld, which actually might have played into that because uh, Seinfeld was going on at the same time as this game was made. So maybe they stole that name. It's also a very specific name. So her interactive, let us know. Let us know. Give us a shout give us a shout um did you notice well you probably did because we watched the same playthrough but did you notice that you can call other numbers in the game yeah i mean you always can do that usually when there's like a phone number hidden places you can call the the numbers yep apparently you you can know that oh my god emily (laughs) But like, here's the thing though, when you go through the routine of playing the same games over and over again, you kind of play them the same way. Like you, if you didn't notice it the first time you, you know, and yeah, that's fine. Oh, I referenced this earlier. (laughs) Connie says that Paseo Del Mar is quote unquote, totally out of control, but there's literally nobody there. (laughs) It's totally out of control. Like it's totally out of control. I'm like. Bish, there's no one here. <laughs> right. It's like, what is out of control? The Morse code in the office. That's what's out of control. Yes. Also, oh, on goodness. that note, I mean, I guess this is early on that we kind of figured this out, but there's like so many hidden clues around. And it's like, what yeah. omniscient psychic like made these? And maybe, maybe Hal Tanaka, here's my theory. Hal okay. Tanaka is is a psychic. That's why, you know, he, he's so unassuming because maybe he Mm -hmm. is the one who left all these clues for us how i want how to be the one because i i have a soft jake left them didn't jake leave them or maybe maybe established it i might be thinking of the remastered i think it may be an established thing in the remastered that jake knew that somebody was going to kill him and so he left all of these clues because at the end of the remastered you also have all of these clues leading to his like book or the videotape and whatever um i don't remember if it's established in the first game I don't think it is. Yeah. We should probably also mention that we watched the playthrough of this game and made our notes on it a couple weeks before recording. <laughs> right. Because uh, it is, it's just like. Yeah. That's yeah. why our brains are brains not are... Like, the freshest. But I must say, I am entertaining myself for eating my notes back at myself two weeks later. So that's. Like, I, the, the one note that, like, literally what I wrote for that note I just said is who prepped these clues? god apparently they're psychic like what am i doing thanks god Uh, yeah and i said are there no women in this school before we met connie (laughs) (laughs) connie is you had to have well i mean nancy is like the whole main character but then you have to have the token woman character right right the one which is interesting because this is a game for women um yeah it's been a long time since I've played um, 
stay tuned for danger. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I don't remember every character in that game. So I'm curious how that'll change as we go. But anyway. There. Okay. Yeah. I won't answer that right now. I'll just have okay. to find out. We'll, we'll get to, to we'll get to, we'll get to it. We'll get to it next time. <laughs> um, I also wrote down, Connie, why are you displaying your medal? You're asking to be exposed. Yeah, That's right. The, that is, okay, do you know that episode of Hannah Montana where Hannah gets photographed by paparazzi wearing a Miley necklace and it's the end of the world? Oh my gosh. Do you remember that? It's okay if you don't. I do okay. remember that. <laughs> I do. I'm sorry I got distracted because my mom just texted me. It's okay. But um, yeah, oh, that- I know she's a yeah. cutie. It's like, it's the end of the world. She's like, oh my gosh, everybody's going to know that I'm not Hannah because I was photographed wearing my Miley necklace. And yet Connie is here With displaying her, her. This big. Yeah. It's as huge. big as a donut. As big as a donut medal and expects to keep her secret, which shouldn't have needed to be a secret in the first place. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I have okay, let since you brought it up. Um <laughs> go I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna get mad about a lot of like things like this, I'm <laughs> sure. But um the fact Connie has to like pretend to be a boy to earn more prize money because the girls' prize money is less. Um I said that's a systemic issue. <laughs> Holy God, that is so wrong. It's kind of reminded me of like, the, like right now, at least in the news, like a huge thing that's coming up is like that the college boys basketball teams have these huge like, like gyms to work out in, and then the girls basketball team mm-hmm. has literally like a set of weights yeah. or like whatever. And that's like, it's wrong. Yeah, it's wrong. Ugh. And I want to say it was 1998, but like, we still see it now. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Um, yes. Yes. Also, I wrote down. Oh, oh, sorry. You go. I was gonna say the high school is putting on guys and dolls, Emily. Oh, I don't, I don't know if you saw that. I, I, or I saw it in the game, and I knew that you were probably gonna mention it. Yeah, they're putting on yes. guys and dolls. That's it. We love it. We love I it. I feel like Daryl really likes that show. <laughs> probably. Um, I wrote down in all caps. Hal Tanaka and the model minority myth. So let's unpack this for a minute. Hal is such a stereotype. And yeah. um, here's why Here's why it's problematic. So for, for my job, actually, recently, so I work for a um, women's digital magazine, and we just wrote a month or two ago, a whole article talking about the model minority myth, which basically, especially in reference to Asian Americans, it's this um, myth that they are always like model people, you know, like good students, really smart. But there's also it's also a double edged sword, because then if, say, for example, Um, an Asian family opens like a shop and it ends up taking business away from another local white owned shop because they're just doing a better job at it. Then they get a lot of backlash for essentially fulfilling this model minority myth that everyone has placed on them, you know? So it's like total double standard there. Um, 
And this comes into play with Hal because, I mean, it's the whole, (laughs) it's his whole storyline throughout the game is that he plagiarized this paper because I think his reasoning was that he was like so busy doing uh, Jake's schoolwork or, or no, Jake blackmailed him to do his schoolwork. But anyway, for whatever reason, Hal plagiarized this paper and Jake finds out about it. That's why that's how Jake blackmails him, like hangs it over his head. And uh, I really think I think that there was missed opportunity here because the end of Hal's storyline is him constantly saying, like literally saying to Nancy when she comes up to it, he's like, I'm so ashamed. I'm so ashamed, Nancy. And that's so sad. He doesn't, he doesn't get past that. And I think that there was missed opportunity here to show an Asian American character growing out of that, like feeling of needing to fulfill this model minority myth expectation of them. But Hal just kind of stays stuck in it, which maybe is more realistic, but I thought it was a missed opportunity to connect with other Asian Americans. It's true. I do rant. wonder. No, you're valid. And I, I wonder, um, and, and you're right, you're correct. Like, and I had a, a note very similar to that. So I'm glad you brought it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do wonder, I mean, it's 1998 and how many Asian Americans are writing for this video game? Probably not a lot. Yeah. So the white people writing this story only have that story in their mind. And yeah. that's not an excuse. Um, and I'm curious to see how, and that's a prop, that's a problem that there are <laughs> more, that isn't more diversity on, I'm sure, I'm sure that her interactive wasn't a very diverse production company, though I could be wrong. Let me know if I am, please call me out if I'm wrong. Um, but uh, I'm curious as to 12 years later, 2010 remastered version, how that will change. And when yeah. we get to that point. Yeah, I honestly, I forget. I know that there are there are some changes in that game, obviously, um, but I forget what all the nuances of those changes are. So right. we will be covering that game when we get to it in the um, uh, like sequential order. Right, we're doing it as yeah. they come out yeah. or not chronologically. Chronologically, that's the word I was looking for. My next note is, I love books, but I hate this game's library. Hate it. Um, I will leave it out there unless you have anything else you want to add on to that. I mean, it's just, it's terrible. Well, I guess you haven't played the game. When you're playing the game and you think that you need to go down every aisle and look at every single book that you can look at, oh, it's awful. And you don't know, especially if you're playing for the first time and you don't know which ones are important. Right. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. It's so oh. obnoxious. That is really annoying. It's so obnoxious. And I think you only need like one of them. Oh, you want to know something else that I did not know? I had no clue until I watched Argo Fumpf play through this game is that you can warp to different places in the school by clicking on the map at the front of the school. Whoa, I didn't even catch that when he did yes. that. Yes, he like breezed over it. But my mind was blown. I used to spend so much time walking around those halls getting lost. (laughs) Didn't even know there was a gym the first time I played through and was wondering why I was stuck, like, because I didn't know that there was somewhere outside the the locker rooms. 
Right. I didn't know that you could warp to. Oh, uh, I feel like that should have been more obvious, but I guess it built character in me somehow by not using right. the easy way that I didn't know existed. You're stronger and more patient for it, Emily. Yes. Yes. My strength and patience. Thank you, Nancy Drew. Secrets yes. can kill. Um, okay. All of the word puzzles. Do you want some fun facts? Not sure. fast facts about the game. Fun facts about the world. Sure. That we live in. Okay. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> so a question came up in my mind. I was like, hmm, are these word puzzles codes or ciphers? So I looked it up. Do you want to know the answer? Um, so codes are focused on meaning and ciphers are more algorithmic. So ciphers, you need the key to like decode the cipher, right? Because ciphers work based off of like an algorithm or just like a random rule that can't be figured out on its own codes. However, you have the code you have to figure out the meaning of the code by reading the words differently or what have you. So there are both codes and ciphers in this game. For your library note, it's funny that you mentioned like how it's the worst library in the world because you don't know like what's going on. And I have a note that just says like you can tell this is the first game, just like how you can tell if a book is an author's first You know Mm. what I mean? Like how Mm. you have those moments of like knowing where this franchise is going to go from this game, like Mm -hmm. really brilliant moments of like good, funny dialogue and like good writing and like the boiler room intensity. Like we see a lot of that in future games, but also you can see where, you know, there's not as many like uh, puzzles where you're sitting and solving a puzzle. It's all just like hidden in the walls. And that's, Mm -hmm. this is the first time, or sorry, not the first, the only time that that is the case in any of these games really. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it is just interesting. And I don't know why in the library I thought of that. I think it's just because, you know, Argo Foam spent like two videos in the library, just going through and being like, do I look at everything? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Anyway, but uh, I also, I, I don't know why I, I had a prediction halfway through because this is one I didn't remember how it ended. And okay. I said, prediction, it's Hulk. <laughs> and I think I thought that nice. because he's just so aggressive, you know, <laughs> just so aggressive. Um, and I also said, this is a little too free form for me. There's like, like the okay. old, the newer Nancy Drew games, newer, even meaning the next game in the franchise mm-hmm. has like kind of a structure and a sequence of events you follow. Whereas right. this one, you're just looking around everywhere and that's it. I yeah. mean, you could, you know, I mean, as long as you, I don't know, like know why I have no words, but yeah, as long as you kind of like know what triggers the next event. Yeah, it's one of those games that you can kind of give a sequence to after the fact, but there's not, the the difference with the other games is that, well, first of all, in a lot of later games, you have a task list, unless you're on Senior Detective, so task lists help a lot, but also, you also have other characters giving you hints about what to do next, and not just like phone hints, but you'll have other characters saying, hmm, 
maybe like I heard this person say something or like I think someone dropped something over there. And so then you know that you should go check that out. But I remember being stuck in this one for so long because I didn't know that I needed each of the characters to like get mad at me. And that that's what triggers the boiler room, the Daryl giving the letter. Um, So, yeah, I kept thinking that I had, like, overlooked something or missed something or whatever. I will say in the next game, I'm not going to say what this moment is now, but there is one moment in the next game that I hate because there's absolutely nothing to give you any clue that you should do that thing. You, yeah it's it's absolutely awful but that is so gosh yeah yeah but yeah yeah and, it, and we were even that. talking about how like oh we want an open world nancy drew game you know um also i'm realizing halfway through this episode that i didn't have my microphone connected it was my webcam mic not my <laughs> oh no so uh, it has sorry. sounded fine okay yeah no, that's fine i mean hey sorry listeners if, if the audio is <laughs> off in the first half anyway um but yeah, and we were talking about an open world Nancy Drew game, but open world is different than just, I felt a little bit like if I was playing this game, I would not know all, always like what to do next. Oh yeah, like, definitely. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, for Okay, sure. I'll, I'll say one more note and then pass it off. Okay. Daryl seems obsessed with Hulk. I think he's gay. I don't oh. know why I just thought every character in this game because he was like Hulk's like this really big strong like guy and he's like he's like the best of the best and blah blah huh. blah 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 and I was like I was like Daryl this is a little bit gay friend and like it, like yeah okay bros can ani- admire other bros like this is not what I'm si- like please admire your bros but it felt a little bit like more than than huh. a bro <laughs> I didn't even notice that but I'll have to go back and look for that I love maybe it. Maybe it's because I'm queer. <laughs> I, I maybe. Just, like, I see that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. Um, I wrote that um, an alternate title for this game is literally everyone gossips because all they do is talk about each other. It's so But true. I mean, that is high school. So that's it's true. It <laughs> and that's how you like find out about like what else, what everyone else is up to is they're not through mm-hmm. them, but through everyone else. Yes. Yeah. Um, Nancy's friends, Nancy's phone friends, this is kind of different subject, but they're useless. Like they're right. I, I love you, but they're useless. In future games, they play more of like a help, like they help Nancy or give her little hints and stuff. Or you can at least just... have conversations with them. Right. They're not Nancy just like calls them. They're like, bye, Nancy. Good they luck. always say like like a, a like riddle in in like a rhyming scheme. <laughs> that was like what they did. They were like, in order to defuse the bomb on time, you need to find something that rhymes. <laughs> like I like that was the, the energy I was getting from that. Oh my god. Oh, and also this was my other fast fact that I was going to include earlier. It had to do yes. with George. The voice actress who plays George in this game actually is the same as Nancy. But I think it's just yes. this game that um, that is the same. I think they hire a new yeah. person. I think you're right. Yes. Yeah. They were like, let's see if this pans out before we hire more <laughs> voice actors. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. yeah I have some other oh I'm really excited to get to later games where there are other 
voice actor fun facts like that. I'm so excited. (laughs) Oh, I do too. I bet as a voice actor, I bet you love it. Yeah. I love like when I'm watching an animated show or like playing a video game, like I'm sure Mm -hmm. there's, there are voice actors that I love from anime who are in these Mm -hmm. games. Like, and I'm so excited. I wrote, I forget what point this was at in the game that I wrote this, but it's probably applicable to multiple points in the game. Hulk goes from zero to a hundred and half a second. Is it the steroids or is he just a jackass? That's I think my- it's both. Also yeah. being a high school boy. All three. All three. Ifecta, the triple threat of high school men. It's true. Great. Okay. This is a quote from Daryl. Are you ready? Oh, you know what? I shouldn't even... I shouldn't even have said who said it. I should have had you guess. Oh, no. Miss okay, opportunity. If I have hurt. more, if I have more quotes, I will, we'll do that. Um, okay. okay. Daryl says at one point, my guess is Hulk's the one who had the muscle to take on Jake. It could never have been Connie. A, I, and then I have two points off of that quote. So my first point. Hulk literally has steroid muscles, so muscles, so yeah, I get it. But B, that's super misogynistic. He doesn't well, know clearly, that Connie won a judo tournament. Apparently. Right. It's clearly like meant for the the player to to be like, oh well, like like for, it's like Chekhov's gun. It's like setting up something in act in act one so that something mm-hmm. later surprises you or yeah. changes how you yeah. Like that's exactly what that line is supposed to yeah. do. Definitely. Which is funny, but it is misogynistic. <laughs> but I mean, that's Daryl for you, so. Right. Oh, Daryl. Um, oh, another moment that I remember being so frustrated over <coughs> in, in this game is how are you supposed to know that you have to use the glass cutter to open the window? Well, windows are made of um, glass. But why would you even think? Okay, first of all, so a couple points off of this. I, uh, and maybe this is just me because as we've established, there are a lot of things that it took me a while to realize in these games. I don't know why we'll just let that be as it is. Um, I never clicked outside. So when you, when you click on the school from the map, you teleport because that is how Nancy travels. You teleport to the front of the school outside the front doors. And I always would just click on the doors. Like, it's not intuitive to assume that you have to click somewhere else other than the door because you don't even know that, like, to get into the teacher's lounge, that that room is next to the front door. So it mm-hmm. takes a lot for you to figure out, oh, click on the window. Oh, I could cut this window with a glass cutter which isn't even realistic I don't think it's like like Nancy a spy like it's like a spy movie where they like she is later but that's like another 20 games she's not there yet literally (laughs) she is not silent yet and she she is not she is not a spy and she doesn't have all the Scottish spy tools true yeah I don't know maybe she's maybe she's just like really on it but that bothered me mostly because I didn't figure it out the first time I played this game and I don't like feeling dumb. So thanks for interactive. You made me feel dumb a lot in these games. 
I know I still play junior detective. I'm 22. Like I, I still play junior detective. I need that I, checklist. I need the checklist. Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh, did we ever find out who dropped off the note for Nancy with Daryl? Was it that uh, last five minutes of the game guy? Yeah, I, I assumed it was because yeah. like who else would it have been? I yeah. mean, like also I, on that note, <laughs> I was like, Nancy, this is like the oldest trap in the book. Are you yeah. kidding me? Like you're supposed to be this amateur detective. She's like, oh, I'm going to go meet someone in the boiler room. Who who meets you in the boiler room, Nancy? Murderers and rapists. That's right, it. like use your hinge, hinge safety, d- Tinder safety, Nancy. <laughs> Public place with others uh, around. Let's, yeah. Okay. Anyway, That's I get really even, annoyed. At, like when I'm playing a game, like when the protagonist is just like doing something, and I'm like, no, like you know, like uh, anyway, anyway, yeah, yeah, I'm getting yeah. Like I'll pull on this lever. I wonder what this does, and then the floor just crumbles out from under you. <laughs> It's fine. Yeah. Um, but I mean, well, in terms of the example I just used, I get it. You would never expect that to happen in real life. However, we all at least know the background of the movie Taken. So people don't go to boiler rooms or uh, hotel rooms with men you don't know. Um, which wow, I, great think, I think that's how Taken starts. I have gone actually to um, hotel rooms with men I didn't know and uh, it ended fine like I was fine would not recommend the experience don't do it kids don't do it yeah I don't know I would if I would ever I wasn't I wasn't alone I was not alone okay I wasn't only like I wasn't only with a strange man I was with like three other girls oh okay yeah so I was like like a party that's like a Yeah. I was like, if we had to take on these two Marines, we probably could. We probably could not have. That was naive thinking. However, I was purely thinking about like numbers. Um, Anyway, little tidbit of my past. Caroline, this is going to be great because we've never, we have not yet related as two adult women. It's true. It's true. We've changed a lot. Welcome. Okay. Connie's only crime in this game. This is, I feel like this is going forward like five steps, but we're just going to go with it. Connie's only crime in this game is, oh, I, you know what? I probably wrote this down after we saw the tape of her leaving the tournament. Okay. And I was probably feeling really feisty in defense of my girl. So Connie's only crime is being a boss ass bitch. She is redeemed in my eyes. Fight the fucking patriarchy. I'm just reading to you my notes. Okay. <laughs> and the me. prize money was better in the men's tournament because of course it was. That's right. what I have to say about that, which we've already said. <laughs> I feel like this <sighs> game, tr- like again with Hal and with Connie, they really try to like almost like, changed the narrative but it's just the same narrative it's like maybe they were like you know what we're gonna bring this up because it's problematic however it's our first game and we don't want to totally go off the rails yet right right maybe that's what it was 
I'll give you. And I know there's games that are that are coming that we're gonna have to have like more <laughs> mm-hmm. like that. I mean, just things in future games. Mm-hmm. They'll come up when they come up. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I wrote. Of course, it wasn't Hal Nancy. He literally couldn't hurt a fly. I really don't think he could. No, I mean, though, I don't actually remember who does it in Secrets Can Kill Remastered, but I think it's Hal. Okay. I'm like pretty sure it's Hal. (laughs) When was the last time you played it? It It's a long time ago. I mean, it was like long time, maybe five years. I will neither confirm nor deny. We're going to let that lie until we get there. I I think Um, it's Hal. Yeah, everybody, all of our listeners are going to be like screaming all of their words right now, but that's fine. Um, The murderer is someone we've heard of like one time. His name, spoiler alert, is Mitch Dillon, which I completely forgot until I read it here in my notes. So that's that's when you know that he's very unremarkable. Um, And I wrote down, oh, okay, here's... So uh, let's talk for a moment about the universe of teen dramas. I'm talking the CW. You have now lots of Nancy fans will love the CW. I'm not going to shit on the CW like Nancy Drew show. I get it. I haven't watched it. Full disclosure, because this is my Nancy and I don't really want her to be tainted by anything else. Maybe I'll watch it in the future. But and like Riverdale and all that jazz. This is how it relates. So (laughs) I wrote, excuse me, why do two high schoolers think that they can take on Mitch Dillon? It's because of teen dramas, isn't it? Well, uh, Connie's a judo master though. Shit. (laughs) Yes. So, so that's why. Like, but, but like, I don't know. I'm not a judo master, so I can't speak for judo masters, but I feel like you don't, you don't know if Mitch Dillon has any judo training, but who do you know that does judo, Emily? Um, this one guy I went on a date with, um, <laughs> but like one like five person years ago, you sort of no <laughs> one person you sort of know did judo like one out of how yeah. many people have you met? Like a thousand people. Maybe more. Hopefully more than a thousand. I had a thousand friends on Facebook at one point. So I would. Oh, gosh. Oh, it's like 300 now because I couldn't deal with that. Also, I still have Facebook, so I'm old. I like Facebook, though. Facebook's the only platform I like actually give real updates. Like everything else is like not related to (laughs) Um. Um. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm wrong. I'll take the L on that one. It's not because of teen dramas. It's because Connie is a judo champ. Right. Yeah. That was the justification. Like I, I'm just thinking as the, a writer of this game, like mm-hmm. they were like, Oh, well Connie does judo. So obviously she could beat up anybody. And I think in the animation, it is just her who yeah. does it. Like, yeah. Yeah. This, who has the gun in that? Does Daryl have the gun or do we have the gun? Nancy has the gun. Nancy has the gun. That's right. I remember. Who knows how she gets it? How did Nancy get the gun? But Um, I wrote, so this is my last, this is my last gameplay note is, and finally, Nancy is the biggest baddie we will ever see her be ever. 
She has yeah. a gun. I don't think she ever has a gun again. I might be wrong. I might be my words. But I'm pretty I mean, sure she doesn't. I don't yeah. even think we see another animated gun. I'm like going through all the games real quick in my head. I don't think we do. There might be. Oh, there's Im- there's implied guns in um, uh, the Silent Spy. Right. That's true. But but she doesn't shoot the gun. Yeah. Nancy never again has a gun. Or any. She never again has any other weapon that she intends to use for violent means. Right. Yeah. But so, she has a gun. It, it is interesting again this was intended for like a certain age demographic and that that is included it like honestly there are a that lot of things the in this game i was like what like okay yeah i don't know like that wouldn't fly now like in a Mm-mm. children's video game the protagonist would not shoot a gun at a you know and i know that's like they're probably nancy in the books probably shoots a gun yeah because it was the 50s with those yeah written. Yeah. That's an exaggeration, but you know. <laughs> um, yeah, I have my last notice about the ending, which is mm-hmm. I get annoyed in, in this game because we get we spend, you know, how many hours? Two, three, getting to know all four of these characters so deeply, all of the things that they could have killed. Um, oh gosh, what's the victim? Jake. Jake for. Mm-hmm. And it's someone in the last five minutes who we never knew in the whole game like one of my favorite parts about these murder mystery games is that you get to know everyone and you think who but who out of these people would do do it i like knowing the suspects and i I do love a surprise ending but this wasn't a twist ending it was just like random like it wasn't even like frozen spoiler alert for frozen (laughs) but it wasn't even like hans where you like knew he was like yeah there like it was just like no this person who we didn't know even yeah, I like I would have taken an Aunt Eloise twist. Like Aunt right. Eloise did it. Who is Mitch Dillon? Like I, I didn't think not we know heard his name was. one time. One time in the game before like, the end. And they really those writers probably really thought they were doing something. They were like, "Wow, we're gonna really tw- wow, wow." <laughs> I do wonder oh, no. though if it could have been from the perspective of like, would but like we don't want high schoolers to be committing murder. But secret, uh, secrets can kill where you mastered. You know, how Tanaka does it. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> secrets can kill drinking game. Drink every time you decode a cipher or, uh, wait, what's the other thing I said? Code? Code code okay yeah yeah every time you decode a word puzzle you would be drunk by like minute 15 right there's you would not be alive at the end of the game you would be um just like jake yeah you you would be the secrets would kill you (laughs) the secrets would kill you literally (laughs) um okay you go what's one of yours drink for every pop culture pun like what what I don't have an example, but I have a note that says that, which means there must have been a lot. <laughs> Were we drinking <laughs> while we watched this playthrough? Maybe. 
I mean, for me, it was like 9 a.m. a couple of times. I was like, <laughs> just woke up like a little delirious from sleep. Okay. Watching. Every time there's a pop culture pun, I'll believe there it. There were a couple of them. Oh, yeah. it was, it was um, like the magazines were one of oh, them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like they were on the posters and stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was trying to think through dialogue. I was like, what? <laughs> um. Okay, my next one is drink every time a character very abruptly ends a conversation. Yes. Um, Similarly, drink whenever uh, a character abruptly ends a conversation and then you can go back up and talk to them and they say, (laughs) oh, hey, Nancy. (laughs) Like they had not just said. Hey, how's it going? Bye. Hey, how's it going? (laughs) Bye. Bye. Classic. Oh geez. Um I wrote drink every time Connie is rude. I like I dig her, but she also she's she's way more blunt and abrupt yes. than I find to be um palatable in most people. Yeah. That's valid. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um drink next. For every time, similarly, when Hulk says football. <laughs> this game is so brutal. Oh, I'm already passed out. Um, okay, drink every time you get lost in the school or go the wrong way accidentally, which would have been me was this my first playthrough and was the drinking age much younger true during um, my first also drink if you um get stuck and don't know what to do yes 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 okay related drink every time you don't know what to do next because it makes no logical sense and then i wrote cutting open the window really i was gonna Clearly, say drink if part. you're emily and didn't <laughs> think oh maybe there's another way to get into this room that's not a door uh, you know it's fine, it's fine the next time i'm stuck outside of a building i'll pull out my glass cutter and i'll cut a circle yeah. in the window yep and yes there you go um what's your next one i'm i'm done Oh, okay. I have two more. Um, Drink every time Nancy's friends are literally useless. And drink whenever Daryl says something misogynistic. So by the end of the first conversation, you're done. Right. Your Uh, drink is gone. Your drink's gone. (laughs) You are passed out. (laughs) May not wake up. (laughs) Okay. There we go. Uh, my, My next section is things I learned. Okay. Okay. I learned what kanji is. Didn't know that. Um, I learned some Braille. I totally forget what what it was, but I, I learned it during the course of the game because you needed to know it to open. Which okay, also, why was the keypad only in Braille? It's not like it's not even like there were Braille and letters. It was just Braille. Right. Maybe the letters were ink and they wore off with time that's a design flaw that should be taken care of see i hear you but it also was the 90s in a public high school i also learned (laughs) i wrote down 
how boilers work and then I wrote in parentheses except I think this is false yeah I would I think say that's not how they work <laughs> how boilers there work are, you know what one of the hands down to just skip so many games one of the funniest things to me that happens in a single Nancy Drew game is in the sea of darkness when Dagny is like Nancy can you fix this heater and Nancy's fixing or she tells Nancy how to fix it and Nancy's like um I don't think this is how electrical systems work (laughs) and I was just like thank you for finally bringing that up it's only taken you what 30 however many games (laughs) and we are finally talking about how absolutely unrealistic this is so true so um that's not how boilers work everybody probably probably I've never been in a boiler room I don't think have you been in a boiler room I can't say I have honestly then I mean maybe they do we have no experiential knowledge. Please, listeners, if you have been in a boiler, room, in a boiler room, let us know <laughs> on a DM on Instagram <laughs> at its lock podcast. It's lock pod. I can't remember right now. You'll find us. We're there. Oh, geez. We're there. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I learned finally the difference between a code and a cipher which I have used right, every day you, in my life since then. You researched. You researched. Uh-huh, I researched. I researched. And see, it's interesting because some ciphers can be used to figure out codes. Oh. Yeah, you know, this brain is really big. Means and <laughs> <laughs> okay, we love it. Okay. Um, do you have anything else before we go over our ratings and then wrap it up? I mean, we also just didn't touch on how Jake is a horrible person he just like blackmails oh, yeah. like yeah. students in the school yeah I actually do have a note written down about that but I skipped over it but let me go back and I'll find it um okay like here it victim? is I mean uh-huh. like no one deserves to die but also um buddy like different life choices perhaps <laughs> literally I wrote did Jake deserve to die no was he a shitty person absolutely mm-hmm. yeah yes. definitely Yes. But it is set up that way. So we don't know who could have done it. And uh, we couldn't have ever yes. known who could have done it. You know why? <laughs> because this game sucks. And the the antagonist and killer is brought up in the last five minutes of the game. I love to guess. I love to guess who did it. And this whole time I was trying to guess who did it. And then I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> the And the victim was literally such a horrible person that there are multiple people that could have killed him feasibly oh yeah that's how bad he was usually in like true crime cases and stuff um or at least in the puzzling true crime cases not the ones where it's just like oh the husband did it or the boyfriend did it because that's who you go to first but in others you're always asking oh like did they really hate him enough to kill them this game, no, it just kind of lays it out for you. Like, yeah, that was a justifiable reason to kill him. He was blackmailing you. So, of course, you could have killed him. It's, yeah, I don't know. I know. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> Jake we'll better games. <laughs> uh, okay. Speaking of, moving into mm-hmm. our next <laughs> segment here. 
Uh, oh. I guess I could announce oh, okay. it. I thought you were going to say gonna, something different. <laughs> well, I was going to say, moving into our next segment, um, let's talk about our numerical rating for this game. We have seven categories on a scale of one to 10, and the highest score a game could get is 70 because, well, <laughs> you know, how math works. There's, yeah. you know, yeah, you got it. You got it. Um, and so let's see how this one lines up. I'm curious mm-hmm. to see actually as we go, like, eventually when we finish all the games like where things will you know line up like or tie or whatever so it'll be interesting to look at yeah yeah excited you want to take it away one sure um category one is graphics caroline so this may be a little bit of a surprise but i gave the graphics a seven because i really love games that have a 3d background with 2d characters i'm very used to playing games kind of like that um, and I think that it works really well for this game because I'm going to be honest, later games graphics are worse. They are so much worse than this game because the characters are 3D and look like robots and they're terrifying. Um, huh. So I gave it a seven because I think the cartoony style is very, very interesting for the characters in it within the 1998, like, you know, things that they had they did like that was probably the best that they could do mm-hmm. with that so i and i like stylistically like i said the 2d on the 3d background so that's why i gave it a seven okay yeah. no i i can buy that your reasoning makes sense to me um i gave it a one <laughs> oh, <wow>. <laughs> and i just wrote um sucks but 1998 right so, there we go um Category two, characters. Okay. I gave characters a three. They're very tropey. Okay. Big time. Yeah, they fit into tropes, which is fine. Though mm-hmm. I do, I just really, in- I need characters in these kind of games that have more going on than just like, I'm the yeah. football player. I'm the ladies man. I'm the feminist judo master. Like, it just, let's it be was real. So- Hulk is only ever going to be a football player. It's true. And that's fine. He can live <laughs> his life. But also like, come on, like. Yeah, it was just not very yeah. interesting at all and really rough big time on the the racism. <laughs> the, let's just call mm-hmm. it what it is, the racist stereotype of how um and just yeah, it shows its state. Yeah. In that way, unfortunately. Yeah, definitely. Um I also gave characters a 3 and I wrote <laughs> I can tell you right now that your reasonings for all of these categories and all of these games are going to be like very well thought out, very articulate and mine are not. And that's going to be how it is. And it'll that's be okay. why this works. Like <laughs> we're two different works. people. Right. <laughs> um, I also gave the characters a three out of 10 though. And I wrote not deep, but TBH pretty okay. Executed for game one. And there are four characters which is something that we don't see in all of the later games. We get it in most of the later games. There are at least four characters, but sometimes there's not. So I was like, props to you for at least creating four characters, you know, four different personas, four different personalities, four different like characters, like cartoon characters um, for your first game. Yeah. So that's why I gave it a three. Next is the culprit. Um, I gave the culprit a negative three because <laughs> um, he's not even in the characters that we meet in the game. Yeah. So 
negative points and I did negative three because I gave the character categories a three. And so oh. it's like, oh, well, we didn't get to meet him at all. So go. I'm going to deduct all three character points from you, Mr. What's his name? Mitch Dillon. Mitch Dillon. Yep. Yeah, That's how unremarkable that. he is. I said his name like seven minutes ago and we've already forgotten it. <laughs> um, I didn't know we could do negative, so I just gave the culprit a zero. <laughs> yeah, I, I um I like to make my own rules. <laughs> That's hey, I apply that to other areas of my life, so I'm right there with you. Go for it. Go. I just gave the culprit a zero out of ten, and I wrote we literally see him once. When and we're catching him. When we're when we're catching him with our gun that we have. Right. Nancy because we're Nancy. <laughs> I think Nancy should always have a gun. Honestly, probably for safety. Give Nancy a gun. Like for she really should. <laughs> um oh she could definitely get one because we all know our gun laws in the U. I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> anyway, next navigation. I mean, okay, I gave it a five because considering, again, two, like 1998, two discs. I mean, the fact that they fit this game on two discs back then is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, though it, it does not, like, it does not go higher because the disc switching happened at very weird times in the, the game story. And it kind of loses, like, the, you know, like, the submersion flow. into the story, yeah. right? Um, though I will say, uh, you know, I know you got lost a lot. I, <laughs> I cannot really relate to that struggle. So I just kind of gave it a five because five is like true neutral. Like I'm not, okay. I don't feel super bad about it. I don't feel super great about it. Okay. It's fine. You know, and, th- and there are some games where I get lost a ton. There's too many mm-hmm. locations that I yeah. don't know where the hell anything is. This is not one of those games for me. Yeah. I, you, I, I got used to the school after like a couple of you know, one round into the school. Um, okay. So Emily, uh, how did you find navigating the school? I rated the navigation a two, but I didn't rate it because of me getting lost the first, the first time I played okay. it when I was much younger. Okay. <laughs> no, I rated the navigation a two out of 10 because we don't have arrows. So in future games, we have arrows telling arrows. us where to go. This game is just a magnifying glass that turns a different color. Which is like, like, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. But and I I believe unless I'm misremembering, I think that um, for navigation, the magnifying glass turns like blue, maybe and then for objects, it turns red. Maybe I'm thinking of like, I don't know if it's that way and stay tuned for danger. I'm not sure. Um, But I didn't like that we were navigating with a magnifying glass and no arrows. And my next point for why I gave it a two. I'm not sure if actually you would have noticed because you just watched the playthrough, but you can go up and down on the screen as well. Like you can, oh. you can, uh, if you move the mouse to the top of the screen and click a few times, you can look up a little bit and same, you can go back down, but there's never a reason for that. No purpose. Oh, it doesn't serve you at all. So That's yeah, so that yeah. was, it was super confusing and it just made my again my first playthrough um more frustrating than it had to be because when I was when I would get stuck one of my concerns was that I hadn't panned up or down in a certain area that I needed to pan up or down so Mm. 
I remember going back to every single location and like panning up and down and it just took so long. And it was because I thought I missed something because you assume in games that like everything that's functional is there for a reason. Right. Right. That was not the case. With this game. <laughs> so anyway, navigation two out of 10. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to change my score for that I think I'm gonna say three because I do have the deficit of like of knowledge of like I didn't play the game yeah um yeah because I can't I can't anymore there's no way for me to have Mm -hmm. played it so Mm -hmm. yeah it's okay we won't fault you for that we'll fault you in the future for the games that you did have the ability to play and still didn't (laughs) well you know why Emily you want to know why I did that because I wanted to save these twists for when I could play them because I've had a Mac my entire life and all okay. of the games you'll see that I haven't played were PC uh, only games. Oh, okay. And I gotcha. wanted to experience them on a PC and play them, not watch Argo Fump play through them. Right. Um, okay. So that's why, that's why I haven't played them. In on that PC, case, I respect that. So I would say much. I'm a true fan because I want to experience the games as they were meant to be experienced. I would say that too. I thought you just hadn't played them. It's, it's just been a lack of resources. Lack of resources. Okay. Well, now we have the resources and um, I really want to watch your first playthrough of the games that you haven't played through. I'm planning on streaming. So I'm sure we'll probably do an outro, but I'll, I'll stream when I play, when I play for the podcast. Yes. We love it. Okay. We're looking forward to that. Okay. Next category plot. Okay. One, um, I hated the plot of this game, though it's not in the negative. Wait, did you give it, it a one? I gave it a one. Okay. One is the score. I thought that was of your plot. first point of. <laughs> one is the score of plot, plot because one, at least there uh, was a sort of plot, uh, mm-hmm. whereas the, the culprit, I just, I will not accept that. It's <laughs> stupid. Yeah. Um, the, when you say plot, it's like not a plot. Like nothing happens. It's just finding out what happened. And like, right. There is that in other Nancy Drew games, but also things are happening as you're playing the game. Like this just felt so stagnant to me that it was incredibly boring to be part of. Like you were just witnessing, you were not part of the action in any way. Mm -hmm. Um, You, yeah. Horrible. I I wanted, I wanted to, I wanted a second chance scenario. I wanted to die eight times you there are game. there are second chance scenarios you would not have seen them in Argo Films playthrough. Okay, there what, aren't, what would there have, aren't a lot. What would um, they have been? One of them is in the boiler room. Right. Okay. You can die in the fair. boiler room. Um, I believe you can get caught in the teacher's lounge. Maybe. Okay. I think that might be one. Um, obviously at the end, there's the one that happens if you like don't notice that the gun suddenly appeared in your inventory, which why wouldn't you notice? That? Right. Well, oh I didn't notice that. That's another thing that I <laughs> took me a little bit to figure out. Um, actually, oh God, I hope this isn't true. I'm having a vague memory that may be fictional, may not be. We're not totally sure. Of literally needing to like look up how to end the game because I just didn't notice the gun in my inventory right I mean I'm sure that like it's you wouldn't have seen noticed that like especially knowing me and what I have already said about myself and my noticing abilities it would not surprise me one bit fair that is (laughs) (laughs) so but yeah right the 
the boiler room is the only example of those things yes, that I feel like is an acceleration. The boiler room, note from Daryl. There's no, there's like very few causes. Which they're basically moments. the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. That that is cause and effect, and then there's the ending. Mm-hmm. That's stupid. Yeah. One dumb. Get next. Next. <laughs> um, I gave the plot a six, and. <laughs> I'll tell you why. I gave it a six for one reason, one reason only, because this is one of the only Nancy Drew game murders. That is so true. Mm -hmm. That's so true, actually. That's the only reason it got a six is because I believe, I believe the next murder mystery that we have is in um, The Deadly Device. The Deadly Device. Yes, yes, Yes. that is, that is a murder. I and I believe, yeah, I believe that that is the next time that there's a murder that we're trying to solve. Maybe the only other time, unless I'm. They, they are. There are not. And I remember when I was watching this game through, I was like, "This is a murder case." Like, mm-hmm. yeah, wild. Because yeah. yeah, wouldn't yeah. have flown. Wouldn't have flown in my <laughs> household growing up. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's why. So that's why this got a six because it was murder. Um, if it wasn't a murder, it I can't say what I would have rated it because it would have had a totally different plot, and I don't know what that would have been. So, <laughs> um, okay, the next is the ending, which well, Caroline gave a negative million, negative two. Okay, <laughs> because Tell okay, here's why. the thing. Um, it's slightly better than the culprit by one point. Because, um, hey, Daryl and Connie end up together and Connie maybe will show Daryl that he's an absolute insolent fool and needs to change how he acts and treats women. Yeah. Um, Okay. Can support that. Connie could for sure whip Daryl into shape. Right. And I I think she's the only kind of person that he should end up with because he'll she'll teach him like where he's you know bad bad um <laughs> but also the ending That's is it's point. unsatisfying i i hated it i hated it and again it's okay if a villain is someone who maybe we didn't see coming or maybe isn't one of the characters we meet but it's like this person was not at all like mentioned more than one time yeah it was horrible i guess i'm back at the culprit but and then nancy's gun nancy has a gun so maybe i should give it a 10 because nancy has a gun I gave it I gave it a three and I said would have gotten a zero except that Nancy has a gotten. Right. So, okay. I'll give it a positive two. Okay. For Nancy's gun. You could give it a zero. You don't have to go into the positives. But numbers. but maybe Nancy's gun is worth four points. Maybe. I buy and that. I I'm buy just that. saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Last but not least, the setting. I gave it a th- three i'm kind of like high school okay whatever like and they're done that don't want to go back (laughs) right but also that i think about it as like a 10 year old 11 year old child playing this game Mm -hmm. like wow like high school is something that is so beyond the imagination Mm -hmm. of like my world right now that that it would be very interesting so i do want to acknowledge these games were made for children and that was probably Mm -hmm. a very interesting and big deal though you know the library was a little bit silly it wasn't very creepy at all which is it's not a requirement but like 
the setting never changed. I don't know. It was yeah. just kind of like vanilla, very vanilla for me. Yeah. Didn't love it. So I gave it kind of in the negative, like a three. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I gave it a one out of 10 and I didn't spend much time thinking about this at all. I just wrote down it's Florida. I didn't so... even think about it, but it is Florida. <laughs> I was like, it's Florida. It gets a one out of 10. Um, and we go to so many cool places later that like, I know, Florida, right? uh, a high school yeah. in Florida, that's literally somewhere that I would never want to go in my whole entire life. It's true. Yeah. Um, that's the game. That's it. That's, and that's the game. And that's the game. Okay. Well, for our last line, we would like to, um, give you guys a fun quote from the game or a fun fact, et cetera, et cetera. And so for this game, Caroline, let's just say it in unison on the count of three. One, One, two, (laughs) three. three. Daryl Daryl is is a renaissance man. WTF, I have in parentheses. And this has been locked. It's locked podcast? Wait, what? Not, oh shit. (laughs) (laughs) Secrets can kill its locked podcast. It's locked podcast. This has been, just say it. This has been Secrets Can Secrets Kill. Secrets Can with Kill with It's, it's Locked, locked podcast. podcast. Thanks for joining wow. us today. See I, you in two weeks, lads. I think we nailed it. Yeah, that was it. That's it. They're going to stay. <laughs> Thank you for listening to It's Locked Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at It's Locked Podcast. We'll see you in two weeks.